something that in my own experience, I learned that a lot of golf fitness mobility stuff I could do at home. I didn't really need a gym. And that I think I was surprised by how much I could actually do at the crib. Back at it again, birdies, not BS, you man, Dougie Fresco. Alongside the one and only Carolina Romero. What's up, girl? How you living? Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing? I'm, I'm chilling. I don't know who everybody is, but I'm good. I appreciate it. I love it. How's Arizona? It's, you know what? It's, it's, it's hot, but certain parts of the country are starting to kind of chill out the golf seasons are starting to switch yeah you know, this is the, when everybody starts to freak out because they can't play much anymore and then they We're and lucky. then they go to florida then they go to florida they come out here and then i can't get a tea time for I the know, rest of the I winter love it. that's so, my time to yeah. make some money <laughs> oh that's right that's you, you need people to uh to purchase I love your my snowbirds snowbirds come to me i love it i you know what and when i come back to florida i'm gonna come to you now look through the season, I played some good golf. I played some bad golf. One thing I noticed, though, after the conversation that we've had previously, I had to get my glutes activated. I had to get everything rolling. Um, I'm going to say I failed miserably of being in golf shape this season. I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't... I We, we should have talked more continuously. But as everybody's kind of starting off season, getting back into the seasons, you know, we answered the most important question in golf. So the question is today, how do you stay golf fit in the off season now i'm not gonna say much because this is your area of expertise so i'm gonna tell you carl how are we gonna do it what's, what's your advice what are we doing well this is this is a this is a great question and it's also again another question that just varies so much depending on the person you know like mm -hmm. uh if you are a professional athlete you know like if you're a professional golfer you know, like that's a completely different beast because you know these people or you're trying to become a professional and you're golfing like six times a week these people really have to tone it down during the season and then they have off season to really make some gains. But the average normal golfer is maybe playing, let's say, two or three times a week the most during, you know, the season. And then, you know, start, uh, the weather starts to get cold and then they have like a little more time in their hands, which also means they get a little less activity in, which means that they can have mm -hmm. a little more exertion at the gym and they have some time to work on what they need. Uh, but I think the key about this question is work on what they need. That line Ooh. right there. Ooh, so everybody's body is different. Um, you know, compensations because of the way we move, because of the way Ooh. we swing. And it is very important to remember that even though there are some exercises that one way or another are going to always benefit us. For example, glute activation. You know, I've never <laughs> met anybody whose glutes are too activated. You know what I mean? Or who's, you know, thoracic spine can... You Unless know, they too... paid for them glutes. <laughs> well, Unless they paid for them glutes. Then you know, I, I, always, I always wondered, you know, like how you can even tell. <laughs> like, what do they feel like? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, like, they look great. Whatever, you know, good, good, for, good for those people. But um, if you are not getting your glutes, uh, you know, implanted, you're not getting your Brazilian butt lift this uh, off-season, it would be awesome for you to start working on that stuff and... The best way to know what to work on is to get an assessment by a TPI person or a trainer or somebody that specializes in teaching you how to move. Um, once oh, you like have, remember, this is just an hour assessment. It probably takes 30 minutes. You can do it online. There's lots of trainers, including myself. And what these assessments do is that there are a series of tests that help you determine 
what it is that you need to work on. So it could be something as, you know, complicated or as important as like, for example, hip rotation or thoracic rotation, which is that mid back rotation mm. where a lot of the golf swing, like shoulder turn takes place. Um, you know, so yeah. for example, a lot of people, a lot of people I train happen to have, you know, issues with really tight hips. They can't really rotate. Right. But then occasionally I'll have a person show up with amazing mobility in their hips, but then they're completely screwed up in a different area that most of the people are fine. That's why it's so important to remember that when it comes to golf fitness, like it's better to just be personalized. So it's better to invest in a good assessment so that you know exactly what to work on and you won't end up wasting your time during the off season. Yeah, but don't go to somebody too good. Like that's, I had that, I made that mistake. I don't know if you know, um, uh, uh, Joe Therapy, I think his new name is. He used to be at Baltusrol Performance Center. Joe, what's Joe's last name? I forgot Joe's last name. But Joe, you're my man. I miss you. I don't want to ever see you again because you're too good for where my body is. And that's, my, that's one of my fears. I'm just going to be, you know, real open and upfront. When you go to these places and you get these assessments, you better be ready to hear about yourself yes. in a very intimate way. Yes. Intimate, not because we all have this idea that you know what well, I'm better than I am, dude. I'm my hips is great. I know. Like, I, I know. You know what my my th- I got all kinds of extension through my thoracic spine. Like like I let me I'll say this real quick because you'll I'm sure you'll have something to add. I got an assessment at Baltusrol a few years ago back in 2013, 14, somewhere in there. I had tight lats and tight hamstrings, and so basically my body was like mm-hmm. this, holding on to itself. So trying to be rotary with the top and bottom with tight sides, I made a lot of compensation. So then I had some IT band exactly. stuff. My spine was out of line. I said my, my pelvis was tilted. I had to go to chiropractors. There was a lot going on, but I thought I was in better shape and I had my, my all my hopes and dreams were shattered in an hour. You know, so, so for example, you, you know, you go into these assessments thinking that, you know, you're going to be told that you need to be doing a Bryson workout or you're just going to be killing the weights and stuff and then all of a sudden they're like well actually you probably benefit more from you know working on the mobility of these areas and uh might not sound as glamorous might not sound as intense might not look as good on instagram but hey who cares that's what's actually going to help your swing and gonna make you feel better and play better and hurt less i mean which is what we all want so but you know what? It's, it also affects just your day to day. One hundred percent. People think golf fit mm-hmm. is just awesome you golf are shit. So it's like right. no, so right. You know, it's awesome life shit. One of my one of my mentors <laughs> once told me, golf fitness is regular fitness, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're one hundred percent right about that. Golf fitness 100%. is regular fitness. Football fitness is regular fitness. Tennis fitness is regular fitness. You know, if you have a well-balanced body that's strong in all the right places and you are continuously working on, you know, the areas that aren't so great, you are going to feel pretty good in your daily life as well. Your workouts are going to get better. You're going to get stronger. Uh, you know, you're, you're, it's just going to be good, not just for golf, but for life in general, because you are going to be working on your body as a whole and, you know, fixing those compensations and getting stronger where you need to. So 100% golf fitness, regular fitness, doesn't matter. Just make sure you find out That's what, what it saying. is that you need to work on and get to work during the off season so that you don't waste any time and so you focus on what you need to work on. Okay, so now we've got our assessment. So now it's time to get to get to the work. Now look, something that in my own experience I learned that a lot of golf fitness mobility stuff I could do at home. I didn't really need a gym. And that I think I was surprised by how much I could actually do at the crib. 
Now, I don't know what your assessments look like or what your prescriptions or whatever, you know, you, you tell people what to do when they leave you, but I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are surprised when you actually tell them what they need 100%, and you are absolutely right. So, you know, the assessments, you know, there's several different types of assessments. Us trainers, we like to play around with different methods of assessing people. And, you know, what the assessment is going to tell us is what you need to work on. Now, after that, a trainer or, you know, somebody like me or somebody online or somebody in person, a physical therapist can tell you exactly what it is that you need to do to work on those things. So the idea is that you're going to go home or go to the gym for a couple months, work on those things, and you're going to come back for an assessment again in a couple months. We're going to retest and we're going to see how that has actually changed you. And uh, as your body slowly but surely starts to change using those exercises that that person prescribes, then your golf swing also starts to change. So it is very common that you'll see people, uh, you know, do, especially during the off season, if they're not hitting balls or they're not, you know, like swinging the club as much as they are, is that they're going to see a lot of, let's say, for example, changes in mobility, changes in strength. They can now move their upper and lower body better uh, separately during the golf swing. So now... Or as I was saying, exactly. separate. So now when they go to play golf, their old swing is not going to work because their body is just moving more efficiently. So now, you know, it wants to kind of take advantage of those improvements that you've made. And that might require you to like, you know, go see a coach, you know? So, so like, I lo Hold on. So if I get golf fit, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. If I get golf fit, you're telling me I got to spend more money now? To play this expensive-ass game? Is that what you just said? You know, like, a lot of people have that misconception that, like, you know, like, oh, you know, like, you, I need to spend spend your money on lessons. Don't worry about the golf fitness part. The truth is that we are a team because our jobs complement each other, but they are in no way, like, replaceable. You know, you can go, let's say you're working on rotation mm. in your backswing. Let's say that you don't have the mobility in your body to rotate your backswing like your coach wants you to. Well, you can practice as much as you possibly want and you can go to the range as much as you want. If your body doesn't have the ability to move that way, you are not going to nail it. Instead, what's going to happen is that you're going to end up compensating, you know, finding a different way to, to do it. And, you know, as a golf swing instructor, so the person that teaches you how to swing, you know, their job is to take the body that you have at that moment and help you get the most out of it. As, as a trainer, my job is to take your body Take a look at where it is now and improve it so that then you can take that improved package to your coach and they can make it or, you know, put together a better, more efficient swing for you. So, yes, but I, like I promise I like, it's like going to be worth it. Right and also, you know, like the fact that you are going to be feeling better, hitting it more efficiently. And for a lot of us in less pain and enjoying the game because you're out there and you're not hurting, your lower back's not bothering you, your shoulder's not hurting. That to me is priceless. Especially for those people that don't necessarily care so much about their score. They just want to go out and have fun. Imagine being able to do that with no yeah. pain before, during, or after. Because you don't want to wake up like me in the morning. I wake up like this. Like, I feel like I'm, like, in a cocoon and I got to, like, pop everything every day. But that's also the curse of speed and going one direction. Now, I want to say this because, you know, it's rare that I get to talk to an expert uh, in this space. People forget. And I, I find it amazing and remarkable that people forget that you only go one direction in golf with force. Like with actual, you go, if you're left-handed, you go, or right-handed, you go left. If you're left-handed, you go right. So 
We're only turning the same way. And if you've ever hit a hammer the same place over and over, you're going to make an indention at some point, or you turn some shit the same direction over and over, you're going to see it wear. And the same thing happens in our golf swing. Now, I'm taking a very long way to ask you, what are we doing to go the other direction well, during our workouts? That's a, actually a great question. And just so you know, this doesn't only happen to golfers. Like, even people that don't have never golfed a day in their life, we all have a side that's dominant, that's a little stronger. But obviously, if you are golfing, you are going to have, you know, like a, probably more mobility on one side. One hip is going to be tighter than the other. You're going to encounter all kinds of, you know, imbalances in your body. So as, uh, you know, as, as a trainer, what I like to do to address those things is single side movements. So single leg movements, single arm movements, those types of exercises where you cannot use the other stronger side to like make up for the deficiency. You know, um, a lot of exercises that I'm okay. sure everybody has done at the gym, like lunges where one side feels like a piece of cake. And then the other side, all of a sudden, feels kind of hard, super start, unstable. Start, Everything is just surfing. hurting. Well, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that you need to be doing to maintain that. Like, is it ever gonna be even? Probably not. But is it? Is it? Actually, you know, is that a good okay, goal that's, that's good to enough. try to keep them as even as possible? Absolutely. And uh, you know, that's also gonna teach you a lot about about your body. You know, like if you like. There's some golfers out there that have some insane, like an insane ability to really feel their body and where they're turning. Most golfers don't, but you know, working on that single leg or single arm or single side movement is going to help you develop that awareness so that you can like kind of really feel what's not working right or what is working right when you're golfing and working out. You know, it's interesting as, I, as we've talked now, second episode that we've done together, you've mentioned certain parts of the body yes. repeatedly. And I find it interesting. You've mentioned glutes. You've mentioned mm -hmm. core, relatively, you know. Um, so my thing is, if we are the laziest MFR in the world, and we're only going to pick one, two groups, and I know you want to work on everything. I get that. But people are lazy. Let's just talk. Me, I'm lazy when it comes to this space. And I got to get better here. I used to be fantastic. But if you're talking about one or two pieces, I know you like pancake ass people to get their glutes activated is there another place that you actually have to really well, be solid to play you, you know, know i, I hate to say shape? this because this is not the answer you want to hear but no you gotta do everything because you know if you i mean do i do i think that having strong glutes is it's a key absolutely you know like in tpi the titles performance institute we call the glutes the king of the golf swing it is the most important muscle for golf second would be the core and you I'm know, like it, the, the word, the core is, you know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like, what the hell is the core? Exactly. You know, I, I remember sometime, one time uh, somebody told me the best way to describe the core is basically everything that is not your arms, your legs, your head. And I'm like, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, that's okay. Exactly. That's so think Everything about, else. you know, like your core is going to be the queen of the golf swing, you know, so the second most important piece. But the problem is that, you know, if, if, if you just completely ignore a side and you just focus on one side, there's, you know, this saying that we use, if you don't use it, you lose it. So if you all of a sudden are just focusing on activating the glutes and then you don't care about anything else, then you're going to lose that area that you are not working on. You know, so you really have to keep good balance. You know, you, you have to keep a good balance workout program. 
And that's when the assessment is so handy because it helps you determine what it is that you need to work on. Also, let's say, for example, I'm telling everybody here, oh, well, glutes are so important. But what happens if you go take that assessment and you realize that your glutes are actually pretty strong? So you spent all off season working on glutes when you should have probably been working on something else because the glutes were already cool. But then you have all the other body part that could have really used your attention. So my advice for people during the off season is don't waste your time. Use your time wisely, you know, like get assessed, determine what it is that you need to work on, make a plan and follow it. You know, if you are on a budget, you don't have to go to a personal trainer all the time. You can just pay a personal trainer or a physical therapist or a fitness professional to make you, to give you an assessment and then write you a program. Then you go follow that program on your own. That is, listen, we're spending $500 on clubs every six months. You're going to tell me that you cannot spend a couple hundred dollars every couple of months just to get in better shape. Is it the easy way out? No. Is it the magic pill? No. Is it going to hurt? Probably. Do you have to put in work? Absolutely. But it's it's what actually lasts. That's what actually is going to have an impact on your game and your life and everything. Promise. All right. So look, okay. Now. Go spend money is basically what I just heard you say on the right shit and not just golf shit. You just said it there. Go spend money on the right shit. Okay. All right. But this is where I get confused. I know the definitions, right? Between strength, stability, and mobility. What I don't understand is do I just do mobile stuff in the offseason? If I'm tight, do I just do mobile you know, or workouts and, and, and activities, or if I'm weak, do I just do strength stuff? How do I, how do I weave in these, these facets in the off season? Yeah. I'm never going to give you the answer you want to hear here because same strength, stability, and mobility are all related. They're all related. You know, if you are working on these things, um, you Ooh. shouldn't just work on one thing unless that's what your assessment says. But a lot of, you know, different coaches will have different methods, you know, uh, different methods to helping you achieve that goal. And most people are going to, I think most trainers will agree that a combination of all three, like active, active strength, active stretching, uh, you know, static stretching, but also, you know, doing some resistance work and also, you know, making sure that when you're doing that resistance work, you are able to stabilize important structures of your body. Like, for example, your spine is, is key. So for a beginner, something as simple as doing box squats, which is like literally you find a chair and you're going to just sit down and up. Obviously, you have to make sure you're doing it right. You have to make sure you're using the right muscles. But that would be considered strength training. Also, you should be having like probably a workout journal where you keep write down all your weights, write down, you know, what you felt. That is very helpful because in a couple of weeks, remember, this is a a program. So in a couple of weeks... You're like, what, what weight did I use? Like, what weight did I use? Have I improved? You know, Have I gotten you, you stronger? Or do I feel yeah. better here? You know, like it's, I think it's I, important to I keep that to as well. That. All right. So before we get up out of here, young lady, and that's all very good information. And we're going to touch on it here in a second, but we got to talk three questions, birdies or BS. You already know what it means. Birdies is fantastic and it's bullshit if you don't like it. Number one, birdies or BS online golf workouts. It's a, it's, yeah, loaded, very loaded. Okay, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna be honest. It's BS. Ooh, ooh, what? Oh. Okay, but but here, no, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna take that back. You can't take it back. It's out of space. No, I I will take it back because here is the thing: the way that the workout is delivered isn't necessarily the problem. 
if the workout is not personalized, that's the problem. Okay. So, so it could, no, it and could you know what? Be. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it back even further. Damn, I really screwed up on this one. There are some exercises like we talked about. You know, some mobility of key parts, like activating the glutes, where you can do a lot of it, and it's unlikely that it's going to have a negative impact. You know. But and if you, and a person that might need those things is going to go find a workout online and do it, then that's going to be beneficial. However, the most effective way and the most efficient way to get results is with a personalized workout program based on an assessment. Whether it's delivered in person or online, it doesn't matter. Just if you want the most effective, efficient way to do things, you have to get it personalized. That's not BS. It's it's. Like little little birdies. Okay, is is okay. Pequeño birdies. I got it. I'm gonna say birdies only because I feel like if you if you are taking a step to get some um, online help and assistance, if you're doing something, it's more than nothing. And I yeah, know that's right that. I know that's what you feel too. But I think there's also a lot of bullshit out there that confuses people because look, there's a there's a lot of people that want you to spend the, your money their way. And there's people that want to help you and there's people that want to take your money, right? And I think that's that's kind of the hard part with this this kind of this kind of question. But the second question I have for you is the chase for distance. Birdies are BS. I think it's it's birdies, it's true. I mean, you know, it's distance will give you an advantage, period. I love it. And just like black lives, the chase for distance matters. So Yeah, it's right, there you go. You know. I'd rather have a pitching wedge in my hand versus an eight iron. I'd rather right. have an eight iron in my hand versus a five iron. Just what it is. You know what? It's easier to get a club out of the rough if it's got more loft on it than a three iron. It's just, it's just a fact. Now, we're going to bring it on home right here, Carl. Let's do this. Golf, yoga. Birdies or BS? So, so I'm going to take your approach. In the first question, I went a little critical, but I'm going to take your approach and I'm going to say birdies. Uh, is it the most efficient way to get results? No. But is it going to help somebody that's doing nothing? Absolutely. Is it most likely going to help the average golfer improve? Probably. But is it what's going to get you in the best golf fit shape and the least amount of time? Probably not. So for me, like golf yoga, I just feel like... I feel like yoga is yoga. So if you're calling it golf yoga, what you're trying to do is market to a certain set of people that want to get better at the game of golf. And I'm going to call you an asshole for doing so because you're trying to steal people's money. Just do some damn yoga. Like yoga's good for the body. It's good for the soul. Namaste. You don't have to put golf in front of it. It's like, it's like putting golf in front of a hamburger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> people going to eat a burger. Oh, wait, but we want golfers to eat it. So let's call this a golf burger. Okay, now the golfers will go over here. Okay, this is a um, this is a golf car right here for all the people that play golf. You can drive this car. Golfers will just flock over. If you put golf in front of anything consumer product for golfers, they'll buy the hell out of it. And that's why I think there's a there's some there's some there's some things I like about you know golf yoga. But just do yoga. What's the difference? Don't don't put golf in front of it. Just do yeah, it. I mean I think the only way it would be you know valid to put golf in front of something is if it's focused on specific movements that are specific to the sport. You know. Oh, I'm uh, so like, for example, like regular yoga, you are, you are doing hip mobility, you're doing thoracic mobility, you're doing glute activation, you're stabilizing your core, you're using your core. Those are all things that 
are in both regular yoga classes and also golf yoga classes. But maybe, I've never taken one, if you go take a golf yoga class, that's what they'll specialize in. The things that golfers use the most. Do golfers need to be doing headstands and handstands and like arm balances? That's probably really not what an average golfer should be focusing on. The reason I don't love that statement is because you say golf, fitness, golf, yoga, then you could say that golf fitness isn't really a thing, which we said, it's true. Like golf fitness is going to contribute to your general fitness. But when you are specific, when you're specific, like, yeah. like, for example, a normal person that does not play golf, they, let's say they're runners or they're bikers, you know, I don't know. They, they're not, they're not really playing golf. Specific things that are essential for golfers, like rotation, uh, thoracic mobility, hip mobility, all these things are probably not going to be of high priority to a person that's doing a sport where they're only moving in one direction. Think about it that way. So if you're specializing on certain movements that are specific to the activity, I approve it. All I know is, young lady, it has been an absolute pleasure to be in here with you. Thank you so much for coming on, Birdies Not BS, hanging out with your boy, talking a little fitness. I love how, it. How we get a hold of you? Well, you can find me anywhere on social. I am at Fit Golfer Girl, and I also have an awesome YouTube channel with like over 150 golf fitness videos on all kinds of topics where you can get really important information about exercises that you can do during the off season. But remember, go get assessed. I'm going to pay you for an assessment. See, I'm not asking for free like most people on Instagram do. Like, hey, can I get that Instagram hooked up? I'm going to pay you for an assessment. And then I'm going to try to figure out if I can make it work. How about that? And then we'll, and then we'll put it out there for the people to see. I love it. Let's do it. Let's make you a program and let's see what happens. I mean, granted, we don't really have an off-season where we live, but let's put it it's to the fair. test. This is off-season. I mean, you say you All didn't right. do too well during season, so let's turn it around and let's make some changes. How about that? All right. All right, I, guess I I topped out this year at 134 swing speed with the driver. I'm trying That's to chase 190 ball good, speed. That's pretty freaking good, though. That's amazing. I know, I'm chasing 190 ball speed. That's what I want. I want one. I want to see. I got 189 yesterday. Ooh, I, was, I was training like there. Bryce. So I want, to, I want to see these numbers. So you and I, we're going to make that happen. I appreciate y'all rocking with us right here. Birdies Not BS, your man, Dougie Fresh. I'm up out of here. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, birdiesnotbs.com. Holla.